uh, investment expert Peter Escho joins us now. Peter, g'day. Uh, so, you. yeah, were you expecting this this morning? I don't think anybody is expecting it. I think we're in a phase in the market now people don't know what to expect. And that's reflected in the falls that we're seeing because there's so much uncertainty in the market. And is it all, it's all about coronavirus? It's about coronavirus and what's different between this downturn to other downturns that we've had in recent history is that previously they've been driven by financial problems, whether it's been a country defaulting, it's been a big bank collapsing. This is perhaps the most serious financial issue, I think, since the Second World War because you have a human element to it. We have a virus that's now having a huge economic impact and that's flowing through into the way that the money is being traded on markets and that's why we're seeing so much uncertainty and such large falls. What are those actual economic impacts so far? Well, Japan, for example, have stopped their children from going to school till the end of the month. There's talks about big events being deferred, people aren't travelling. We're in the eye of the storm. And everybody's trying to figure out how big this storm is, how long it will go for. And because there's no certainty as to how we can come out of that, if Greece is defaulting, for example, you know that the bondholders can extend for another year. If a bank is collapsing, you know that the central bank can step in. But when you have a pandemic of such scale now, global scale, nobody knows what's forward. And that's why I think Asia generally tends to suffer, particularly going into a Friday, Nobody wants to go into the weekend in a big US session with that uncertainty. And I think there's a lot of traders on the market just stepping out, sitting on the sideline and waiting to see where this goes. But to what extent can this fall on the markets be attributed to the fact that the markets were um, uh, overpriced? Well, when they're overpriced, it's worse yeah. because you're coming off very high levels. So there's an excuse to get out. Yeah. There's an incentive to take profit. Even if the market's down 5 or 10%, it's still been up very, very strongly. So the falls are worse when the market's higher. Yeah, so this has been exacerbated by the fact that there, there is that overpricing. So um, if, if you were to isolate the coronavirus and the, um, the extent of the impact it's having, mm. would you say that it, it, it wouldn't be as great as 10%? I think it can get worse because yeah. what's happening here is the, the market's not just falling but companies are having a significant impact to their earnings. People aren't flying, they're not going to the mall. There's economic activities falling off a cliff. And because of that, earnings will fall. So we can't be naive enough to say, oh, this is just a correction, it'll bounce back, get in, everything will be okay. Because there's an economic impact yet to materialise and I think that will be significant. How do you think Australia is positioned with this since you've, yeah, you've got these deep concerns about where this could go? Well, thankfully, we've been able, from a pandemic perspective, to quarantine ourselves. Uh, yet, we are a country that's massively services-driven. Our exports are very heavily skewed towards China. Mm. Our, our currency is suffering. I wouldn't be surprised if the RBA starts to step in and support the currency. Um, and I think we're going to see lower interest rates uh, in the next couple of months. If you're, if you're holding a mortgage or if you have residential real estate, that's, that's an offsetting factor. Uh, but if you're in commercial real estate, industrial real estate, if you're holding stocks, if you're, if you're a self-funded retiree, it's been very tough so far because interest rates are low and now the only place to generate that return, which has been the stock market, is coming off. Mm. So I think the best thing to do in times like this is take money off the table, sit on the sideline. Again, it's not just a financial issue uh, in one country or one market or one bank. It's a human element and we really need to see where this goes. I think there'll be a big government response this weekend, coordinated right around the globe. 
And uh, the Aussie dollar, it's hit 11-year lows. Uh, what's likely to happen with it over the coming months? So the Aussie dollar tends to get bashed in times like these. If you have a look at the Asian crisis towards uh, just before 2000, if you have a look at the dot-com boom, 2008 market collapse, the Aussie dollar dips. It has dipped. And that's why I think the RBA now will be watching that very closely because the last thing you want is a currency that completely collapses. Once a currency completely collapses, there's bigger concerns over investors that are holding assets in Australia. So I think the central bank, the RBA, is going to have to step in at some point. We have an RBA meeting coming up on Tuesday. Very, very, very big event, I think. They'll want to uh, portray an image of security and certainty. Yes, they will open the door to another rate cut, I believe, in April. And the federal government can kiss a surplus goodbye? Well, absolutely. I think they can. I think what we saw from the government yesterday is opening the door, you know, using the word pandemic, setting the stage now and saying this is something completely out of the blue. So if we do have to now put our hand in our pocket, we're trying to do the right thing. I mean, it's very political, the budget, as to how much they spend and what they do. But I think you'll see a coordinated effort. Asia, Europe, United States and the Australian government will have to come to the table. Yeah. Okay, Peter Escher, thanks so much. For thanks for having me. Thank you.